to my people salutations to my people and it's all coming from the hill turn podcast and it is i the only man who can bring you another nxt 2.0 review devin lee crimes jr i'm back in the mix and we kick off tonight with the women's tag team action with Kaden Carter and Katana Chance taking on Cora J and Roxanne Perez to determine which team will take on Toxic Attraction next week at the Great American Bash for the NXT Tag Team Women's Championships. This match was, it was, majority, it was pretty clean. And when I say pretty clean, I'm talking just in terms of the match, like fluidity and how everything moved. And everything was pretty great except for this one spot where they tried to set up for the break, obviously. But it just felt kind of flat the way it occurred. And this particular spot occurred almost maybe three matches of this night. Every time I seen it, I'm just like, all right, <laughs> like, let me get up real quick. But Caden Carter and Katana Chance were about to wrap it up. But Cora J pulled Caden Carter outside the ring and that left Roxanne Perez in the corner. With Katana, and she managed to hit the pop rocks for the win. And they will now meet Toxic Attraction at the Great American Bash next week to challenge for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. So, solid opener. Like I said, it was pretty pretty fluid. Like I said, until after the break, it was a bit kind of stale after that. But, got the job done. Speaking of getting the job done, Giovanni Vinci. He went against Eichmann Gyro. Eichmann Jiro, there we go. And the only thing to grab from this match is that Giovanni Vinci could definitely be, he could definitely be built up to be a real solid contender in NXT. I can definitely see him being put into like the North American Championship picture and it looks, it would look fine. Like he looks, this whole repackaging that he went under, I think he'll be fine. Literally. It's, like I said, not really much to grab from this match. It was mostly just Giovanni the whole time. And he planted Jiro uh, with a set-out last ride, and he got the one, two, three for the win. And I got to say, his, like, victory pose, like, at the end, like, this is victory, whatever he does. It's cool because it, it's a little like a video game. Like, you know, they'll be like, you win, and then, like, your guy's like, yeah, I did the hide, and it, like, freezes. Like, that's pretty much what his is like. And, it, I mean, it's a nice touch. That's obviously how his entrance is. As he's coming in, they're just snapping shots, and it's, you know, a freeze frame. But it's cool for him. Like like I said, he got the win. He's picking up some type of momentum. And if they do everything right, he can be a solid contender. Solid. But something that's not solid at all, something that I don't even know how it happened, why it happened, but it happened. Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs won the NXT UK Tag Team titles. And honestly, 
all honestly, a hundred percent, they can get out of here with that. Because it's just, I, I watched these guys get slapped up by Von Wagner for weeks, broken hands, all types of stuff. And you mean to tell me now they're the NXT UK tag team champions? What? You know, it's just, and then the crowd's on, you deserve it. No, I'm not saying they don't, but everything that led up just, they couldn't even win the NXT tag team championships while they're here. They literally was in that tournament, got kicked out of that. And I'm supposed to believe that they would get slapped up by Von Wagner for weeks. All that. And now you're NXT UK. No, get out of here. The saving grace in this whole thing was pretty deadly. I never was so excited and happy to see them. Because, no, I, I prefer them to have it at this point. And... I'm thinking that's what it's setting up. I'm not saying that they'll definitely win, but it's definitely setting up the match for them. And that's all I'm going to say to that because that's all. It messed up all types of segues. But Indy Hartwell took on Keanu James. And in this match, it wasn't really too long at all. Indy Hartwell had most of the advantage in the match until Keanu James got the win with a leverage pin, her legs on the ropes. And the ref didn't see it, I guess. So she got the one, two, three for the win. And like I said, not really much to grab from this match. Besides that, the ref can't see. Everybody said, ref, you suck. Get some glasses. But who I'm really surprised can actually see is Joe Gacy's burgundy hood friends. The Dyad. I don't know. Uh, as the three of them took on Diamond Mine. In a six-man tag team match. And, man, watching this match is tough because it's just watching the dyad work. It's just weird because they just look like some burglars that got caught in your house. Not your house, but somebody's house. And, you know, whoever's there finally, you know, think you going down the stairs, you know. you like, all right. And you just see somebody in your kitchen. And it's one of the dyad. And, you, man, what you doing? You know, you start putting the beats by Dr. Dre on. That's what they look like. They look like somebody that broke in somebody's house. They got caught. Now they're in a wrestling match. And I just, I don't really. It's one of them things where, like, you're watching it and somebody walks past. And now you got to explain, like, yeah, it's these two guys with these burgundy robes on. They can't see, but they work under this dude. You know, it's too much. As I try to explain it, I'm like, that's too much. I got to explain to an average viewer. And. I'm going to put it like this. I'll look at one thing I can give this as a as a weird negative positive. I give them props. The, whoever the diet is, I give them props on being able to even work a match knowing that you probably can barely see all your visibility and be able to not, you know, make you know too many mistakes and stuff. I give them props for that. It's unfortunate that they had to do that, but I give them props for being able to pull it off. But it's still stupid. All props aside, it's still stupid. And I can fire this match all day, but you don't have that time. And I don't have that time. But long match, short match, uh, long match, short. There we go. Julius Creed, he was about to put the match to bed, but then brought, uh, Roger Strong tagged himself in. And everything went downhill from there. And the Dyad and Joe Gacy were able to get the win, pinning Roger Strong. And look. I mean, the diet, I don't... I'm hoping that they're not the grizzling young veterans because we haven't seen them in a while. And I mean, they were a tag team. They really, you know, they got knocked out the tournament. I'm just thinking that's who it is. I'm hoping not. 
just I mean I would hope because I'm like okay at least I know they're doing something but two why no it could have just been them I'm just thinking like if we get an unmasking and it's them and you already hear Devonly Crimes Jr. called it unfortunately but yeah that was it. it just set up more dysfunction for Diamond Mine and that was it but my hope I thought was gonna come back up because Sanger went against Zion Quinn and Sanger. Sanger, 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 Sanger. I'm going to say it as many times as I can. You did it. After everything, you finally got rid of the bronze Strowman pads. You did it. And you traded it all in for the Goldberg gear. Get it here. Who's next? You are. Step up right here and get your Goldberg set. I'm, I'm, I won't count on too much for it. I mean, it's a change. I was sick of the bronze Strowman pants. And I'm only going all that excitement for that because this match was a snooze fest. I'm sorry. I was, you know, it was tough to get through. It wasn't really long. Sanger, he showed like a little bit of, tiny little pinch of some little sparkle and potential towards the end in terms of his charisma as he was setting up for the choke slam that got him the win. And that was all I can give this match. It was just nothing. I mean, it was... One of those matches where it's what it is. But what is, is who's back. And that is Nikita Lyons. She made her return to the ring, coming off an injury, going up against the NXT Women's Champion, Mandy Rose. And look, she didn't even need to win the breakout tournament. She already got a match with the champion. And I bet the title isn't on the line, but still, Nikita threw Mandy all around that ring. Mandy only would get offense when she ta uh, targeted Nikita's previously injured knee. But as Nikita seemed to get Mandy on the ropes, or have her on the ropes, the rest of Toxic Attraction interfered, and that caused the disqualification. So, I mean, she technically got a win over the champion. You know, it's, D it's the DQ, but if we're going to be having Duke Hudson type of uh, viewpoint on this, that's a big thing, and she should get a title shot. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, they, they proceeded to jump Nikita because, you know, numbers advantage, obviously. But she was saved ultimately by Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. And why not? I mean, they're already beefing. You beefing. We all beefing. So we all going to get in here. So that was that. I mean, it's just setting up for, I guess, the bash with the two teams. Setting up for the bash. As we drew a close, we finally got a final face-off. Between Cameron Grimes and the NXT champion, Braun Breaker. And, you know, I was really looking at this like, I'm excited to see the match just because of the two caliber of superstars going to be in the match. With Braun Breaker, obviously, he's just picking up just fire, fire momentum every defense, every match. Cameron Grimes is already, to me, solidified with NXT. Like, he literally can move up now and I wouldn't even... You know, I would like it. But this was their last little minute to get some real spice going into this this championship match. And they, they did a little bit. I mean, it it's, I, it wasn't I wasn't like, oh, my God, I can't wait. But it did help. And, you know, I told you, you got two baby faces going into this for this match. It's a big match. Two baby faces. Obviously, like I said, Braun is going to be clean baby faces. Nothing on his slate really yet. Cameron Grimes is the one who's more edgy. So it gives you... And he gave off real heelish 
kind of energy in this. I don't say I wouldn't say he fully made a heel turn just yet. Just I don't. I still think he could walk away from this being a face. That's why I'm saying that. But he was doing all the little jabs about you know this was your second uh your uh your second plan. You wanted to be a football player, but they didn't want you, so you called up your dad and was like, "Dad, I want to be in the WWE." That's how he said it. I'm not making fun of Brian Breaker. Don't don't tell him that. But yeah, he put out all those jazz about his last name, who his father is. And honestly, I hope that's the last time because I hate, I would hate for every few Brian Breakers and somebody, oh, your daddy, no, 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 your daddy, uh, no, just man, daddy at home, he's here, deal with him. Like, no. But yeah, that was, but. That was really it. And, you know, Cameron Grimes just really was taking all these jabs, like I said, showing that more edge where he was like, man, I don't have no second plan. I lose, I'm gone. You lose, you get caught up to Raw or SmackDown. Matter of fact, they might even push you on Slummer, sorry, Slummer, SummerSlam. And, I mean, it may, I mean, it was probably some truth to that. You know, like, well, you know, you lose, they got plans for you. Me, I don't know. So, that was... It was getting a little fiery, real fiery. And he kept talking about Braun Breaker's dad. Braun Breaker grabbed Cameron Grimes by the throat. I was trying to lift him up for a slam. Cameron Grimes got out of it. And he pushed him like, I don't think it was Irish whip, but he pushed him into the turnbuckle. And it was a rough uh, impact on the turnbuckle. Did it once again. And the entire top turnbuckle just came loose. And Braun Breaker's all on the ground. His shoulder's all bruised. And he's like, oh, my God, it's out. I can't move it. And uh, the medical staff comes out and they're like, hey, Cameron, don't touch him, don't touch him, don't touch him, get back. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. And he was walking that, I don't know, I mean, he was walking a real thin line on heel because he was like, make sure he's good. You know, I may not have been able to beat you 100%, but you ain't 100% no more. Make sure he all right, he got a big match next week. And I'm like, okay, like, okay, see, that's that edge that this match was going to need. Like, it's two baby faces, you know, get chippy, man, get crazy. And that's what they did. And, yeah, like I said, they've built a really great story going into this. And I was always saying, like, how the North American Championship, I felt was more, had more importance to it lately. But, I mean, they caught up, you know, just with uh, the lead up, lead up to this. And... Speaking on that North American Championship, I didn't bring it up early because it was just a small little spot in the middle of the show. But Grayson Waller was backstage with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, and they're just, ha, 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 you be solo, yeah, yeah. And he had a bunch of stuff, like a basketball, some pictures and stuff, where he wanted Carmelo to sign. So he's like, yeah, sure, I got you, bro. And he's just signing away, just signing away. You know, he's probably used to it. He was just signing. And apparently... Little slide double Grayson Waller. He slid a contract for the a match for the NXT North American Championship. And Carmelo just signed it and signed it. And he signed the contract. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know. And so now we're gonna have an NXT North American Championship match at the Great American Bash of Grayson Waller taking on Carmelo Hayes. And I'm excited to see that. That was a real slick way to get a championship match that fast. But, I, I mean, I guess he would have anyway because Solo was supposed to be next. And he beat Solo, right? So, I mean, I guess he would be next. But he just solidified being next. And that was all for NXT 2.0. And um, being a show that is going to be your go-home show for 
Well, I mean, I say it like it's the weekend. It's just next. It's the regular next. I'll be covering it next week. But it's a bigger show. It's the Great American Bash. It, the, just being that show leading up to that, it was it wasn't what it should have been. Like last week's episode energy. Uh, yeah, last week's episode energy should have been this week's because it's it was a lot of flat matches and it's just a lot of flat just things going on where I'm like, okay, I guess well, you know, but. NXT Great American, uh, the Great American Bash next Tuesday. I will be going over it, and I, you know, like I said, the build up to it. This episode, it just was dry. So we will see. We will see, and something that you're gonna definitely hear. I'm gonna say see, but clean out to your eardrums ladies and gentlemen please get a cotton swab don't use your fingers because your fingers have too many oils and grease on them you don't want to do that but i'm telling you this so you can hear clearly as you can izzy's aew dynamite review and it's gonna be coming to you real soon so be prepared i always prepare y'all every week so don't ever say i don't prepare y'all for that heat but Somebody didn't prepare me for the heat because it's hot, but it's all good. I'll catch you guys next time. I'm on a uh, I'm on a heel turn podcast episode. That's all been from Devin Lee Crimes Jr. Everybody be safe, and I'll catch you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn.